I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now. Dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. What God doing, y'all? Huh? What he doing? What he doing in your life? He doing something. He moving. He working. Don't lose your patience, though. See, I did that before. Don't lose your patience. Don't, don't, Don't get so sick of waiting that you take matters into your own hands. Don't do that. Boy, you're blowing it. Listen to me. You're listening to somebody who's done it that way. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had some hope. I had some faith. I had some aspirations. But I got a little impatient waiting on it. So I tried a couple other things, move it along. Boy, I can't tell you how I messed it up. Then I messed it up then because God gave me the power of decision. What I had to do was then, after I took matters into my own hand, messed it up. Now, guess what? He still got something for me, but now I got to fix all the mistakes now. I got to straighten them out. I got I to gotta suffer some consequences. I got to pay for my transgressions. All of that. All of that. It's got to go down. It, 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 you can't do something wrong and not pay for it. It just it's you call it karma, call it whatever you want to call it. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Every action. If it just stays sunny all the time, you might think it's cool, but there's going to be a reaction to it. Ain't no dark, ain't no shade, ain't no break, ain't no rain. Going to be hard if it's just sunny all the time. Vice versa. So you need You need the opposite. You need the darkness so you can get your break from that sun. You need the rain so you can nourish the roots so so that sun 
can, it can soak up the sun and get the benefit of the sun. If you don't get the opposite, you you got a problem, man. And it happens throughout nature. It happens throughout your life. Don't think that you can do wrong and not have to pay for that. What you think this is, man? We, 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 we think, man, because we done made a decision that we think is best for us. And no matter how it affects nobody else, we got the right to make that call. No, you don't. Whoever is telling you that, whoever's misguiding you into the gang life, telling you, yeah, man, you need to be this way to be down with us. I tell you what, get yourself stuck on Chuck with that gang. See how many of them be there for you. Oh, they'll go around the corner with you and start shooting. But, okay, when it's time to do some time and and, and they can lessen their sentence, you're going to get that time. They're going to point their finger dead at you. I watch 48 Hours all the time, man. I watch Lock Up Raw all the time. All the time, man. All the time. Ain't no real cold dudes out there just holding to the mantra and sticking to it. Even the mob turned stateside evidence, go fed, all that. Now, we in the hood, we done created this ignorant mess called no snitching. With that ignorant mess, you don't even understand. No, snitching was created by criminals as a code of honor. If you do dirt and you get busted doing the dirt, don't bring my name up if I was with you. That's a code of honor amongst the thieves. Now, so many... Code of honor thieves that then came out of prison they ain't got no honor. They done bought that stuff back to the street. Now it's all in the neighborhood. No snitching. No snitching. You got to be crazy. That's for people who disobey the law. That's who people have made a code of honor amongst themselves as thieves. Hey, man, if you get busted, don't drag me down with you. Just do your time. Oh, man, you can't bring that stuff out here to me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Dog, I'm trying to live right over here, man. I don't want no crack house up the street from my mama's house. I'm trying to do right out here, man. You can't do wrong and expect wrong not to come to you. You got to make a decision every day to do right. God ain't got no protection from you on dirt. You got what you got coming. You made a decision. You go down there to get some, you you might got get got. See, we got to, come on, I'm, I'm talking to so many men out here right now. I should have said that in the beginning, but my conversation kind of got away from me. I was going to talk to you about something else this morning. But this just on me, man, because our communities, man, it's just going to the pot, man, because ain't nobody caring about nobody else. Don't nobody care when they see that young dude over there doing wrong. Look at them fools over there. Man, go over there and talk to one of them. Pull them to the side, man. You might not be able to approach the group, but you can approach an individual. Come here, young man. Let me talk to you. I saw you the other day. Man, you look like you got something going on in your life. What's happening with you? Let me talk to you, man. Let me share something I learned. I was doing what you was doing. You know, it's like Tommy did a prank phone call one time as a limo driver. And uh, the dude, the prank was, he called this limo company to ask this limo driver to take him to this location late at night. And the limo driver got a young business. He going, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't normally work like that, but how long you need it? He said, for just about an hour. He said, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the full three, though, because a three-hour minimum Tommy told him, no, I just need it for one hour. He said, okay, right, I'll give you a break, young man. You're trying to do something. Where you want to go? He gave him the address. The man stopped writing. He said, that's a bank. He said, yeah. He said, you want to go to the bank at 1230 at night? He said, yeah, and I'm going to be in for a few minutes, and when I come out that bank, I need for you to flow it. That The dude with the limo, he stopped writing. He said, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, man. You want me to take you to a bank, 1230 at night, you're going to be in there for a few minutes, and you're going to come out, and you want me to floor it. He said, sir, 
I don't do stuff like that. He said, you got the wrong company. He said, what made you call here? He said, hey, man, don't worry about that. You a limo company. You just drive. He stopped and took the time out. He said, young man, let me tell you something. He said, I've been down before. I've been locked up before. It ain't pretty. He said, that's what's wrong with you young people today. Instead of going to get a job trying to work your way, you always looking for some fast money. He said, I'm going to tell you what I already know. Don't go down there messing with them people's money like that because they love that money way more than they love you. And they're going to do something to you down there. Now, you stop this foolishness, and I'm not carrying you nowhere. But I'm going to take a little bit of time out to tell you something. Don't go down here with messing with these people's money because it ain't going to go good. They're going to take care of their business when it comes to that money. Tommy kept insisting to this man to pick him up in the limo. It was a prank phone call. But the point I'm making is the man took out time. He could just hung the phone up. But you know what he said? He said, hold up, young man. Let me hip you to something. Because the brother had been locked up before. He said, no, no, no. See, I done that when I was young. Now, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take some moment out to tell you. I'm up here working, man, trying to earn an honest living. I ain't going back down there. Because I didn't, I didn't, they make you eat what they want you to eat. You don't want the food. You got to get up when they say get up. You got to stay where they say stay. Live with who they say live. He said, man, you don't want that. And he just tried to talk the young man out of it. You can change a young man's mind with a conversation. A conversation can change a young man's mind. Most of these young men that are misguided ain't having conversations with real men. They just not having them. And it's up to us who know what manhood is, is to start delivering the message. The problem that we have in our communities, we can solve ourselves. It done escalated to a point because we who are men won't stop on our corporate climb and our day-to-day making money and trying to ball out. We won't stop and grab some of these young soldiers and tell them the truth about manhood. That's the real deal, okay? So I went there. I don't know where they came from. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have it. You know what I'm talking about. Your undivided attention. Steve Harvey Morning Show is live. I, when I say live, I mean L-I-V-E live. L is for living, because that's what we are. I is for ignorant. It's what we going to be. V is for victory. Is what we want to win. Is E is for everybody. <laughs> Put that together. They, that that's what's called an acronym, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a that's an acronym. That that that's a word you say, but it act like it's something else. That's why they call it an acronym. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let the word be told, and let what you told be the word. Huh? How that's girl, you better preach, boy. boy. You better miss. You ever been to a church where the preacher be fire. preaching and the deacon be jacking him up, but he don't really be saying nothing? Uh-huh. Right, I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you about goodness. You want to hear about goodness? Chocolate is good. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Ah, uh, preach, boy. Come good on, is two words. Good means yummy, and nest means it's all in a group. You better let you. Preaching, ain't yeah, you are. Boy, mm-hmm. In the words of my favorite poet of all time. Oh, no, no, no. Not Angela Meyer. Oh, I ain't talking about Jamie Brown. Oh, no, no, no. Who, who is I'm talking about? Tupac. Oh, no. Come on, Pastor. Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Tupac, uh, yeah. uh, I get around. 
You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, tell me, how do you want it? <laughs> Come on, pal. Ah. I'm preaching now. He's preaching now. Mm-hmm. Let him you. In the words of uh, 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 another great poet, uh, Deacon Cube, uh, ice to be exact, yeah. Cali, phone your love. Yeah, that's In the words of James Brown, talking loud and saying nothing. Amen. The church say <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen again. Uh-huh. Oh, we glory. Have a correction, Pastor. We have a correction. Oh, what is the correction you want, Sister uh, Carla? On your who love. Early on announcements. What is it, girl? <laughs> California Love, that's the book of Dr. Dre and Tupac, not Ice Cube. Amen. Amen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let the church say this right here. Uh, in the words of Roscoe Wallace, you don't know that. Because <laughs> you weren't there. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning to you, Pastor. Carla Pharrell. Got the best job in the world. Junior. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Yes, we do. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Pastor, Pastor. Good morning. <laughs> I'm on fire today. <laughs> yeah. Good day. Good day. All right, listen. Uh, just ha- everybody hang on tight for this next story. Coming up at 32 after the hour and trending news, a TV news anchor says on air that her African American co host looks like a gorilla. We'll talk about it right after what? this. What? What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. This is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. In a segment that aired in um, on Oklahoma City's KOCO-TV morning anchor, um, Alex Housden, I think that's her name, Alex Housden apologized to her black co-worker, Jason Hackett, after comparing him to a gorilla during a broadcast. Excuse me, what? What did you say? Uh, this aired on Oklahoma City's, uh, I guess it's Coco TV, KOCO. Uh, morning anchor Alice Houston apologized. Uh, it was a racist comment, of course. Uh, <laughs> it occurred after the pair reported on a story about a gorilla at the Oklahoma City Zoo. Take a listen to this. Okay, you have to see this. This is Finn. We're about to show. Oh, my goodness. Take a look at him. He's a resident of the Oklahoma City Zoo. And this week, the zoo's eighth caretaker took over their Instagram. And we are all loving that they did. And as you can see, Finn was fascinated. Definitely ready for his close-up. Kind of looks like you. We didn't see the picture. Kind of does, actually. Yeah. Did she say, well, did he say like yeah? You? And he's, yeah. yeah he said, she said kind of looks say, like yeah. you. Yeah, he wasn't expecting her he to say that. He agreed with it? Well, he yeah. didn't expect her to say that. I don't think he was like really. Yeah. No. Right, Junior, like <laughs> going along with Steve it Harvey, reluctantly. your thoughts? He ain't no real. He ain't nah. real black. No. <laughs> no. No, he can't be. You can Why you that? That that, no. no, that newscaster ain't no real black. No. How does that come out of your He went to journalism school somewhere and, you know, the indoctrinated himself in, yeah. <laughs> okay, what would a real black person say then? A real black would say, in the words of my favorite T-shirt, don't let your president get your ass whooped. <laughs> on air? Right there. Yeah, on, on air. air. A real on black air. person would have said that. On air. Who you, to- who you talking to? Okay. Okay, Heidi. <laughs> don't let your president get your ass whooped now. How do you do that? Kind of looks like you, you ain't got no secret service in him. 
Mm-mm. All of the above. Yeah. That is uh, crazy. Yeah, got got show. I got monkey for you. <laughs> How do you fix See, your mouth to say that in this day I, and age? I don't know. You, get, you no, finna no. get a silver back ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> this one here. Yeah, what you finna do. Matt, just call your brother down here because I don't hit women. Get your brother down here, that raggedy toothless hillbilly, and let me go to work. Oh, gosh, Somebody finna pay. Yeah. You did get fired, right? Well, she, she apologized. apologized. No. That, what? She just apologized. Yeah, and a lot that, of that makes it okay. We wouldn't have made it off. At, we would have been off air so fast. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a long commercial break, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. we got to start Goodness back, break. y'all. She said, "Look at we, him." We got to start back. We have to come on. What start time? back what? Start back what? Whooping time? people's ass. <laughs> we got to. We took a break. Did we stop? We done took a yeah. break, and everybody <laughs> done got comfortable around here. We got to correct. get back to whooping ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do something to remove the comfort level that's sweeping the country. Mm-hmm. That's what Tommy means, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, exactly. what he means. Yeah. I just tried yeah. to say it in a mold. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I consider myself eloquent, but I just wanted to say it to where somebody would feel. You know, Man, these people. But you know, it's crazy, man, because this president we got... He just be fine off, man. And we're st- and the ridiculousness of this hypocritical country is that we trying to act like it's normal. Fox accepts it as normal. Oh, Fox just worships the ground he walk on. They report nothing negative on him. Mm-hmm. He can do no wrong. This one Fox reporter that well, came out and fired at him, and boy, he lighting him up on Twitter and everything else. But... Every now and then. then. And then they get church mouse quiet. And then they were mad. Uh, President was mad at them last week, Steve, because they came out with a poll that said uh, Trump was trailing some of the Democratic candidates. and uh, Fox? Yeah. It was a Fox it was news Fo- poll. Yeah, yeah, that's Fox what I mean. He lost Fox. his mind yeah. on that. Yeah, he, he got, was very upset yeah, he went with off. Fox. Yeah. There's something fishy going he on over there. Trailing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he is, is trailing. Yeah, he is. trailing in America. Yeah. Now, in his base... He's 98% approval. Yeah. 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 Oh, he the greatest thing since sliced bread. Because we have an element in this country that's willing to accept anything he says or does as decent or acceptable behavior as long as they get to stay in the position and make the money that they make. Mm-hmm. It's the first president that they can say, well, my God, he's like us. Mm-hmm. But he's never done anything for them, Steve. What and has he ever done? Haven't. What has he ever done for no, them? No, <laughs> he hasn't done anything for anybody except the elite. Listen, right. That's that's the whole problem with this party that they've created. They make you think. Here's what they've done, and I've said it before, but listen carefully. Immigration is so wrong. Gay marriage is so wrong. Welfare is so wrong, and what's the other big plug? Abortion. It's one more today. Abortion. Mm-hmm. So now, let me take you down the road of truth. Okay. Rich people are Republicans that own farms, that own construction companies, and own restaurants. 
they are the ones who hire the illegals who are here and they pay them below minimum wage so they make a bigger profit. They're the ones responsible for a lot of the migration across the border outside of the people who want a better life. The next person is, guess what? Re- conservatives are gay people too. Yep. They, mm. It ain't just gay people, ain't just Democrats. Right. They're conservative people too. But they print on that. Welfare. It's more white people on welfare than black people. Yes, it is. Hello. And the last bit of truth, guess what? Conservatives get abortions too. Mm-hmm. Case closed, but they run on that and put the Southern evangelical the Southern evangelicals all in order. Like, oh God, he's standing on what God and principle. No, they not. They all doing the things they're against. And what they're really trying to do is get your vote so they can stay in power and keep making this money. That's the conservative oh. party view. All right, thank coming you. up next, thank you. Coming up next, the nephew so say it, Steve. in the it building. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, baby. Uh, the nephew would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in entertainment news, as a matter of fact. We'll get to it. But before we do that, nephew Tommy in the building for Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Church feast. <laughs> Church feast. Church. Church feast. Run it, cat. Run it, cat. Run. Run it, cat. Stop. Search for you. <laughs> Search for you. Yeah. Thank you. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sister Tracy. Hey, you got her. Hey. Hi, uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I, I enjoyed it. Pastor... Woo! <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he today. did. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. That was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I Actually, uh, I, I may sound a little little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to, your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place place that voice. Okay, well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, okay. what can I do okay. for you, Glenn? Well, nevertheless, I, I just wanted, here's, here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last, uh, the last six Sundays, you've been actually uh, coming into service late. Have you realized that? Yes, I, I um, I, I know. I, I, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I, you know, yes, I have. I have my reasons, though. Okay, okay. Well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on: is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a fifteen dollar charge for that for coming in and disrupting service. Pastor's tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That that could not come at a worse time. I don't have fifteen dollars to give. No, I don't. I don't have it. Oh, um, look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're late. I I, I am. Uh, we we are doing our best. I I have three kids. I have three young kids, two, seven, and nine, and they are a handful. And 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 we we do the best that we can to get to church on time. 
And and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, Pastor ain't even preaching yet. So okay. I know it's not. Pastor's not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh, people coming in, it just seems very disrupted to the service that's going on. That's So nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call, you know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday, then they, they will be charging you $15 uh, a late charge, and, and actually, you won't be able to even come in uh, until you uh, until you pay the fifteen dollars. I can't even get in church with with look. Okay, look, I don't I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation. But I need to tell you something. We are me and my kids for the last few Sundays that we've been late. It's because my car broke down. We we are on the bus, man. Public transportation. Okay, I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you calling? If you understand, why are you calling me about fifteen dollars? If you understand what I'm going through. Well, I didn't. I, first of all, I didn't know what you were going. Why are you raising your voice at me? But, why are you raising? Did you just raise your voice at me? You know what? You know what? I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare okay. you call me about this about a fee? And I'm there at church. I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible say. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they, so their daddies ain't uh, and they, uh, yeah. So, Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Help okay, listen, uh, <laughs> here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus. You know what I mean, and get there a little earlier. But but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's fifteen dollar late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out of my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, then I have to get on the bus myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Daddy Daddy number one? Guess what? He ain't... Daddy number two? He in jail. Been there about five years. He ain't... And daddy number three? He decided to go ahead and walk out. I ain't heard from that... That trifling... In about seven months. Now he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides fifteen dollars? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Your sister got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me, she said, she told me, my sister car broke down. She said she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it. 
but you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted she wanted she wanted you to put a she wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she did. Well, once things settled, I, I'm gonna have to say she did. Okay. <laughs> you all right? Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> I was that. Uh-uh, you not. <laughs> Crazy as always. Way too much. Yeah. Search fees, baby. The nephew on his way to Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. I will be there this Friday. Two shows Friday, two Saturday. Tickets on sale. Got a couple more left, but I'm just about there. I'm almost there. I ain't there yet. It's a 500 seat. I got four shows. I'm almost there, but I ain't there yet. But I'm talking about I bet I'll be there tomorrow. I bet you that. I like the fact that after you eat mm-hmm. and after <laughs> you've been the blues, yeah. then they give you some damn comedy. Yeah, it's baby. Like taking an amphetamine <laughs> and a barbiturate on the same <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I want to go, too. I want to yeah. go and hang. <laughs> we got to do that. All right, coming up, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, well, today would have been King of Pop Michael Jackson's 61st birthday. And his, yeah, his 1982 album Thriller remains the best-selling album in history with 65, count them, 65 million copies sold. This album scored 13 Grammy Awards and having 13 songs reached uh, number one on the U.S. charts. Wow. Yeah. One of my favorite albums. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. It's the album. King, greatest, greatest entertainer to ever live. Wow. Yeah. And uh, speaking of... That damn Michael Jackson, yeah. boy. Yes, yeah, man. Speaking of Michael, his little sister Janet made some big money during this year's uh, Metamorphosis uh, residency. Billboard reports that um, began July 24th and August 17th. Her shows at the Park Theater grossed $8.9 million. Wow. Whoa. I got to call Janet. Why Janet oh, doing yeah, it like that, friend. huh? Yeah. Friend. Boy, you don't know no damn Janet. Stop. <laughs> boy, stop I know Janet, play. boy. I hosted the birthday party in Vegas first weekend of the residency. Boy, I was, you, what you, the, you the only person that qualified to host everybody else actresses and actors. <laughs> you got no more comedians than that. You the only one qualified. I hosted it, man. I'm just telling you, Shirley, man. I was, was you there. at the party? Uh, no, I was not there, Steve. Mm. Only Why one y'all don't believe was Tommy. Me. Only one. I, I ain't saying nobody believe you. I just asked what's they there. I'm there. Uh, Lil' Kim there. Singer. Uh, well, we believe Singer. that it was Singer. star-studded and you were there. Yeah. We, this is oh, the friendship. Star-studded. Huh? Yeah. Johnny star-studded. Yeah. He said he was there and Lil' Kim. <laughs> That's all he has said. <laughs> well, where you see star-studded at? Well, Lil' Kim, look, the Queen uh, Bee, yeah. Lil' Kim a beast, yeah, boy. Yeah, she Johnny is. Gill, Dougie I Fresh. Saw the pictures. I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. Rapper, rapper, singer. But everybody had pictures with Janet, but guess who? Nephew no, Tommy. Tommy had a picture with Janet. No, I, I got some it. pictures. Yes, I, I saw do. it. Photoshop. <laughs> Carla drinking that. the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you saw how tall he was standing next to her. <laughs> 
Kenny thought that was a little boy taking him on the picture. That's all it was. <laughs> a fan, huh? Yeah. No, for real. Tommy's so tall in that picture, but if you look at the picture, he looked like Tommy dangling in the air. Mm. It anyway, was bad Photoshop. As I was saying, uh, mm. she grossed eight point nine million. Now, uh, adding that to her earlier run, Janet sold thirteen million dollars worth of tickets. And on a daily basis, if you break it down, Janet averaged about seven hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars and over four thousand uh, tickets a night. A better night. than the what? first. Yes, 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 yes. Dang. Yeah. Nicole better. Murphy was there. Okay. Why y'all get quiet? Cause the you family need to be friend. Quiet. The family friend. <laughs> Cause we trying to help you. Okay. okay. Shut your damn mouth. Uh, that means she made more okay. than Celine Dion and Britney Spears. Uh, wow. In other entertainment news, Aunt Becky, actress Lori Laughlin, and her husband, fashion designer Massimo, uh, are, are willing to uh, go down together for their alleged involvement in the USC college admission scandal. The couple appeared in a Boston court to waive their rights to separate attorneys. Sources say uh, they tell People Magazine, actually, that they're being represented by attorneys from the same law firm in order to put forth a united front. They ain't going to jail. Okay. Some they lawyers say that's good jail. strategy. They go down together, yeah. but they be in separate prison. That's yeah. a great strategy. Yeah. They ass finna go to jail. They can face <laughs> 20 years each, Steve. 20 years each. But we got to get to today's headline. They should have just did what the other lady did. Yeah, Felicity. Yeah. Yeah. Felicity. Y'all did it. Yeah. Say you're sorry. Get the little slap on the wrist and go on Four down. months. Now y'all finna go to court. They're going to make an example out y'all. Yeah. You think so, Steve? <sighs> Some lawyers say it's good strategy, and then others say I don't say think they're going to jail. What Steve said. All right, we got to go, Steve. Let's get to the headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news, and here they are. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's desire to actually suspend Parliament has been okayed by the Queen, so now Johnson's maneuver gives lawmakers over there who oppose Brexit very little time to push back. Johnson's political opponents up in arms describing the situation as a constitutional outrage never seen in the U.K.'s democracy before. Britain's scheduled to leave the European Union by October 31st. Tropical Storm Dorian upgraded to a Hurricane uh, Dorian yesterday. So now with at least 75-mile-an-hour winds, Dennis Felkin of the National Hurricane Center says Dorian reached hurricane strength and continues moving northwest through the Caribbean, getting stronger as it goes. With the warm tropical waters and low wind shear ahead of it during the next couple of days, it's got ample time and ample distance to grow into a major hurricane, which could threaten the southeastern United States by the latter part of the weekend. Looks like Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, though, dodged the bullet. They just got a lot of rain, not a lot of damage. Dorian's expected to make landfall now somewhere along the southeast coast between the tip of Florida and Georgia and South Carolina, somewhere along there. And states of emergency have been declared in both Florida and Puerto Rico, however, but again, Puerto Rico dodged the bullet. They were ready, and they just got a lot of rain, so lucky for them. They had a really hard time a couple of years ago with Maria. Looks like Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, is about to transfer $155 million in funds to support President Trump's border wall and detention plans. The Department of Homeland Security says it'll move that amount of money to use at the border. The folks at Homeland Security say they want the money used for new beds and other things in detention facilities. North Carolina Supreme Court's been hearing arguments this week on racial bias in death penalty cases. One death penalty trial, the prosecutor actually described the black defendant as, quote, a big black bull. Another case, a black juror was excluded because prosecutors say he drank alcohol and called him a black wino, while a white man who said he drank was called an okay country boy. New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand officially took her hat out of the ring yesterday for president. I know this 
isn't the result we wanted. We wanted to win this race. But it's important to know when it's not your time and to know how you can best serve your community and country. I believe I can best serve by helping to unite us to beat Donald Trump in 2020. The 52-year-old senator had not qualified for the next debate. Her withdrawal still leaves 20 active Democrats in the primary. And today is National Eat All You Want Day. Yes, food is glorious. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, everyone's talking about Dave Chappelle's Netflix comedy special. It's called Sticks and Stones. Have you Who seen it? off the chain? <laughs> okay, have you seen it? I have seen it. So, oh uh, you ain't seen it? Oh, my God. Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer uh, posted on his Instagram page that Dave Chappelle is one of the best to ever do it. Take a listen to Dave talk about the opioid drug crisis in America. Here we go. This opioid crisis is a crisis. I see it every day. It's as bad as they say. It's ruining lives. It's destroying families. Sadly, you know what it reminds me of seeing it? It reminds me of us. These white folks look exactly like us during the crack epidemic. It's wild because I even have insight into how the white community must have felt watching the black community go through the scourge of crack. Because I don't care either. Hang in there, whites. Just say no. What's so hard about that? Genius. He is. He is genius. He is. Genius. He's genius. I agree. Oh, they did it to us. Hang in there. Just say Hang no. Hang in there, whites. Just say no. What's so hard about that? You can check out Dave Chappelle's comedy special on Netflix. It's called Sticks and Stones, Man. Steve. Mm. Boy, you I guys are friends, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of my oh, favorites, uh, man. You, you on the end of the uh, documentary. You on the end of it. They got what that picture. They got a picture with him, Dave Chappelle, and uh, Chris Tucker. We all took. You know, oh, Dave oh. oh, Steve, oh yeah, you posted that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, y'all on the, you on that picture? You on the show? Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's my dog, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check him out. Then I'm gonna call him, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you gonna be hollering, huh? But they say. I'm gonna tell you, man. One of the great moments, man. Uh huh. Was uh in the White House, but we didn't have cameras, and we were standing there looking at each other. It was me him and Chris Rock and we was looking at each other we said man we need a camera where is Al Roker when you need him <laughs> in the bathroom because <laughs> Al Roker keeps his camera at the White House well he ain't going back up there no more since Obama house <laughs> yeah <laughs> matter of fact I, I ain't going back up there <laughs> oh, no, no, that was your last time too huh? <laughs> Yeah, that was my last time at the White House when Obama was up there. Steve, we haven't heard, I haven't asked you this question in quite some time, but uh, in a few seconds we have left, I just want to ask you, see what you say. Um, Mm -hmm. What what are the chances, you think, of us having uh, another uh, black president anytime soon? Well, (laughs) I got 10 seconds to Uh, say this. We'll say it. Oh. when a monkey can slang a banana peel up on the moon. <laughs> the moon? That a monkey? Yeah. What? Is that your final answer? What? 
<laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, more foolishness uh, with fill in the blank with Steve Harvey. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, your nephew came up with a fun new segment for you. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. <laughs> what you got? I got this a new segment called Fill in the Blank Steve. Fill in the okay. blank Steve. So I just you know fill saying? in the blank? Yeah, I start the sentence off and then I stop, Uncle, and you fill, it, you fill in the blank, all right? All right, I'm ready. I spend way too much money on my wife. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Tell thing. me how you really feel. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, uh, here go. The sex was going great until I caught a cramp. In your leg, I hope. Ah, <laughs> hit that leg. <sighs> all right, all right, here go. She broke my heart, so I broke her window. <laughs> I like a call a question. You gotta do what you gotta do, allegedly. Yes, Carla. All right, let me see. Uh, The best song to play at a wedding is. Taps. Taps. The day is. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. That's your last day of freedom, homie. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, the beginning but the is the crazy thing when y'all ass ain't know what taps were. No, taps. I, I remember. I didn't know. Uh, I did not know. <laughs> All right, here go another one up. Just cause we work together don't mean we supposed to eat lunch at the same time. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? What does that mean, Steve? Just because we do work together mean? don't mean we can't take lunch at the same time. I don't want to eat with you. Oh. I just work with you. Okay. We're not friends. Uh-huh. I don't like my coworkers like that. We're going to go eat every day. No, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> we, we used to. He doesn't mean us. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, damn, boy. Don't take these. are just jokes. Yes. <laughs> we eat Taking lunch all the time. <laughs> we eat lunch all the time. Boy. No, I got all right, all right, last one. Last one. I wish I could slap the hell out of oh. Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> good answer. Survey says good answer. <laughs> Just reach back. Come on, Tommy. I know you got a couple more. You want me to do a couple uh, more? We got okay, a couple okay, more okay. minutes. Yeah. This we is could good. just do I wish I could slap the hell out of <laughs> You got a bunch of Ask me again. <laughs> I wish I could slap the hell out of. R. Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. Several times. Mm -hmm. I wish I could slap the hell out of. If I could go back in time in my life, I would go back to the day I first got money. (laughs) What was so special about that uh, day? What'd you do that day? I finally got some. (laughs) After all your hard work and being homeless and all of that. Other than that, I ain't going back to none of that I would. Uh -uh. (laughs) What did you buy? What was the first thing you bought, Steve? Hmm. A lot of shoes. (laughs) I was in Sharpstown Mall in Houston. Yeah, Houston, yes. 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 I bought 
four pair of gators at one time. <laughs> How much did that uh, set you back, Steve? Woo, they about seven hundred fifty a piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, one okay. pair was eight seventy. Uh huh. Woo! I was stretched <laughs> out. That's crazy. Girl, I had about three thousand dollars worth of shoes right there. <laughs> that's right. what. That's what you know. You had money, Uncle. Woo! Three thousand dollars worth of shoes, boy. You couldn't talk to me. And and five turtlenecks. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> don't 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 go to Sharpstown now, partner. Woo! He can't. It's closed. Uh, no. <laughs> and the reason why? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for that new segment, Tommy. Coming up next, nephew back in the building with the prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, boo-boo breath's assistant. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I said it. We'll get into that later. Right now, you're up, Tommy, with today's prank phone call. What you got? Well, speaking of stinking, Shirley, your trash stink. Oh, God. It's trash. It's supposed to. It's trash. Your breath isn't. Your trash stinks. All right, Cat Dog, let's go. Hello? Hello, hey, I'm trying to, uh, I'm I'm trying to read Swerve. Yeah, it's me. Who it is? Hey, how, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm one. I'm one of your neighbors, but I'm 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 one street over from you. You over there off? Uh, you at <laughs> River Ranch Drive? Yeah, that's right. Who it is? This Rico, man. How you doing? I'm I'm one of your neighbors on the next street over. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing good, brother. How you How you get my number? Uh, one of the neighbors on your block gave me the number, man. We was we was uh having a little situation. Wanted to reach out to you. Uh, some stuff going on here in the neighborhood, man, and wanted to try to make you aware of it. Well, what, what's going on, brother? Uh, it seemed like, um, well, you know, the trash man run on, on Tuesday okay. and, and Saturday. Right. Now, the problem is that that, that uh, a lot of people, I guess since the holiday just passed, you know, a lot of people got their stuff out on the, uh, on the curb already. Right. Right. Now, the, the, the problem is that, that, that they're saying, man, is that your, your trash... Is actually really, really foul. It's smelling, it's smelling pretty bad, and we wanted to call you, man, and see oh, if you don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You calling me because you smell my trash? Well, yeah. They say yours is the one that's really stinking, man. And if you could actually maybe put it in, put it back in the in the in the garage until Tuesday, you know. I'm not uh, putting no trash in no garage. That's why I put it outside. I didn't have enough room in the garage. Okay. Well, well see that. And who is everybody saying my trash stinks? Hey, 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 listen, I, I'm sorry, hey, I'm not trying hey, to, you know. this is what I want to tell you. If everybody in the hood got a problem with my trash, you tell them to come take the out. Okay, well, 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 well we, we, we've discussed that, too. But listen, listen, we don't want no trouble, man. If we can just get you to put your trash back in. I'm not room. moving no trash. I pay rent over here, my brother. Hey, 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 we're not going to go back and, uh, I'm not going to go well, back I don't and give forth. a what you going to do. I'm telling you where I pay rent at. Don't tell me to do over here. Okay, well, listen, man, uh, aren't you concerned that your trash is stinking and reeking through the whole neighborhood? I don't give a damn if who smell my trash. If they got a problem with it, tell them to come take it out. Steal it in and stay it out there. Okay, well, that's the problem. The problem is, is that you took it out and you took it out too early. You, you shouldn't have put this out till Tuesday morning. And that's Tuesday, what we're going to start Tuesday, Saturday, Saturday, Monday, Friday. If I put it out there and say it out there so they come get it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you, man. 
Okay. I don't give a damn what you gonna do. You ain't finna call me telling me to take my trash. Yeah, I pay rent over here. Okay. Well, hey, How uh, is everybody smelling my trash out of everybody on the street? I, I don't know. I, 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 from my understanding, it's, it's a couple holes in it and some. Some food or something must have got out. I don't know if, a, if one of the rodents or a dog got in it or what the case may be. But, you know, we need to try to get your trash in the backyard well, or something, I, man. My trash ain't going no damn well. And how come you the one? What you the focusing on this? How come my next-door neighbor ain't calling? How come your around the corner and you call? Who put you up to this? Well, well everybody's smelling it. I was just fortunate enough to get your phone number. I said, well, look, I just gone and called it myself. Well, I tell you this. You and the hey, you my phone number. Tell the Come take it out. Still, then it ain't going nowhere, Flair. Okay, well, 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 well listen, let's swerve. This is what we decide on in case we got to this situation with you. And I what, just, what's that? I just come over there and put the trash in your backyard until you, Tuesday morning. And Tuesday morning, I'll come back over there and take it out. Oh. That way, all the smell will be in your backyard. And Hold on. on you say you go what? I'm going to come over there and put the trash in your backyard so the so the smell, that funky I mean, that's, that, that, I'm let sorry. Me tell you, let me tell you this, sir. If you come over here, you might well call the police, because that's who you're going to need if you come over here. Bring all the that had a problem saying my trans thing to come over here and take it out. Well, hey, come man, you, you, I mean, you, you try, you trying, you trying to act like it don't smell, man. Your, I don't give a if it smell. I'll tell you what i do. i go out and put Clorox on it. Would that, would, that, would that help you out a little bit? Oh, 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 okay, but see, that's not what the people in the neighborhood want. We want you to I take I don't them. give a damn what they want. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. And how the f*** did you get my phone number in the damn Hey, I already told you, man. I got your number from one of the neighbors on your street that said they don't want to get Tell in the middle. Tell me who, to the left or to the right. Tell me which one of Okay, listen, 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 swear. Once you get to the meat of the problem, the problem is your trash stink, dog. How is my trash? How the hell y'all pinpoint my trash out of everybody else's trash on the block? And how in the hell you smell mine? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if your trash busted open or what the deal is, but everybody's saying, everybody's saying it's swerve trash that's that stink. Listen, that's too much trash for me to be going through trying to see what stink. It's that Bad trash out there, and it's gonna stay out there until they come get it. And you ain't coming over there. Okay, now that's see, that's where you wrong, Swerve. No, I am coming over there. I'm coming over there, and I'm gonna take that trash and put it in the backyard too. too. Now, if you're gonna try to get in my way, whatever. But I got to go on and get this trash in the back. I tell you what, bring your over here right now. I'm gonna put on my suit. I'm standing on the porch right now. Bring out the car. Come on, Rico, whatever your name is. Rico. I'm Rico one street over, and I'm smelling your nasty trash, man. I'm going to say this. Man, stop calling my name. Excuse me? Stop calling my name. Who in the hell told you to call me Swerve? All my call me by that name. Okay, well, hey, hey, that's what they call you. What's wrong with me calling uh, you, call you You swear? don't call me that name. Now, you say my trash thing. Come over here and take the trash out. Hey, man, I ain't, I ain't nobody sitting there scared of you, Swerve. I'm trying to get, I'm trying I, to get the name. Didn't I just tell you stop calling my name in the Swerve, come over here. I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Okay, well, hey, then, then it is what it is. Bottom line, I'm on my way over there to move that damn trash. Come thing. up. Come over here. Come over here and move it. I'm on the porch right now. Come on over well, here. Meet me out by the nasty thinking trash you got. I'm standing right next to it now. Okay, well, I tell you what. I'm on my way now. And, 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 and guess what I'm going to do when I get over there? What the f*** you ain't going to do? What the f*** you going to do? I'm going to tell you my damn name when I get over there. My name is Nep. Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin, Arise. <laughs> oh, man. Get the f*** out of here.
out of here. Hey, man, I got to ask you something, dog. What is, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Really? Even though it's trash, I don't care. It's stank. It's stank, it's stank, it's stank. That's all it is to it. It's okay? over the top stank, huh? Funky. Mm-hmm. It's trash. All right. Carla, you don't throw Clorox in your trash? I don't handle the trash in my house. Thank oh. you, Carla. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he even ask that? Job. Yes. I am the trash man at my house. I yes. take the trash out. So Clorox is the key. I got I'd be swamping. I know I know the trash man be mad at me, like, God dog. But I'm sure I'm helping the truck along the way. So I put the Clorox in. Anyway, that's the next one. I'm clean like that. And I'm going to be clean Friday and Saturday night. Cleaner than Clorox, baby. The nephew will be in the building. Bethesda, Blues and Jazz, Supper Club, two Friday, two Saturday. Tickets on sale right now. Blues, Jazz, Supper, and Tommy. It's a nice combination right there. Blues, Jazz, Supper, and Tommy. After that, I got Greenville, Greenville, North Carolina. That was September the 7th at the Greenville Convention Center. Tickets on sale following that week. That is September the 21st. I will be in Greensboro, North Carolina, at the Carolina Theater. The nephew is coming to town over there. I just, I feel like a a comedic crusader. You know, I'm just moving throughout the country. All right, everybody say amen. Amen. Moving throughout the country. All right, I will be doing that. October the 5th, you do not want to miss it, baby. Ready to Love premieres on the OWN Network. That's right. 10 Eastern, 9 Central, the nephew will be in the building. It is my second season. God shining some light on me, man, and I am appreciative. I'm blessed, and I'm thankful, and I am grateful. Got my second season on Ready to Love. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. will. Won't he will. Come on, man. God in the blessing business, boy. Amen. Come on, man. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up, Strawberry Letter subject, Boo Boo Breath's assistant. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, okay? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for ya. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, boo-boo breath's assistant. Wow. Yeah, boo-boo breath's assistant uh, is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I recently started a new position as an assistant to the office manager. On my first day at work, I noticed that everyone in the office was looking at me and whispering. I thought that they were just checking me out because I was a new girl. (laughs) Silly me. When my boss got in, I went and greeted him. Everyone was still looking at me, but now they were laughing. And then it happened. The Mm. odor that came out of my boss's mouth darn near knocked me out. It smelled like a baby's diaper, and it hit me across my face, and I almost passed out. I realized why my coworkers were laughing. One of the ladies, (laughs) she was laughing so hard, she had tears in her eyes. Afterwards, (laughs) they said they were waiting for my reaction. 
They knew I wasn't ready. It's been two weeks now, and I literally cry in my car before going in to work. I have to be closed up in his office in meetings every day, and I've tried offering mints and or gum, but he declines every time. God. I really love my job, but his breath makes it impossible. We have an off-site meeting in a couple of weeks, and he suggested that me and a couple of our teammates ride with him. So now the teammates want me to be the one to address this issue with him. They have chosen me to tell him that his breath smells like boo-boo. My husband said that I should just breathe through my mouth when I'm in his presence. He said my coworkers are setting me up because I'm the new girl at the office. Since I'm always in his face, I feel like I should go ahead and say something, or should I wait until I develop a better relationship with him? What should I do? Please, please help me. Wow. This is funky. This is a funky situation right here. You're absolutely right. And you love your job. You are the new girl. Uh, I mean, what a bad position to be in. Uh, You're the new kid. You're kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't. Uh, Your husband may be right. They could be setting you up uh, because they've been there all this time and they've had time to say something to him. And they haven't haven't done anything. His breath still smells like boo-boo. But your husband's advice to just breathe through your mouth... I don't think that's going to work either. I mean, you got to live, too. You probably will have to find a way to tell him because you work the closest with him. I mean, you can't just go to his face and say, your breath smells like boo-boo, uh, and he's your employer. I mean, it's not what you say. It's, it, it's, it's how you say what you say. So, you, I mean, you've offered him mints. You've offered him, him gum. Uh, everybody knows that when somebody offers you a mint or offers you gum that you should take it. Everybody knows that. Either they're trying to tell you something or be polite. All right, so you got to find a way to just, I don't know, you got to say it to your boss. Listen, you got to say something. You have to. You cannot let this go on. You got to say something. Listen, I just wanted to tell you uh Maybe we should go to the dentist together, or when's the last time you've gone to the dentist? Something. You gotta say something. Steve, help me out here. <laughs> yeah, see, Shirley, you don't you don't do good at letters like this, cause <laughs> see, you too kind. You trying not to <laughs> hurt the man hurt his feelings. feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here for these type letters. <laughs> now, what would you say? Uh see, boo boo breath's assistant. Right here, that term is too loose. It's too kind. You the first day all your office workers is looking at you, whispering. You thought they was checking you out because you knew. Oh, silly me. When my new boss got in and I greeted him, everybody was still looking at me, and now they laughing. And then it happened. The odor that came out of my boss's mouth (laughs) damn near knocked me out. (laughs) It smelled like a baby's diaper. It hit me across my face. I almost passed out. Now, right here, why are we calling this letter boo-boo breath? What do you mean? You need a stronger name for somebody breath like that, like wet wipe. You know, (laughs) wet wipe. Your breath smell like a used wet wipe. That's what the title (laughs) of this letter should have been. How about pamper? You could have just said Mm, pamper. pamper We know what a pamper smell like. We've all towed a tape off of a baby that we love dearly. And when we opened up that pamper, we went, God! It's a commercial running right <laughs> now like that. Hey, on TV. No. Uh, 
When did this baby start eating vinegar green? Oh. <laughs> work it out in your mouth. Eh. Man, mm. mouth stink. That's not boo boo. That's stink. <laughs> First of all, you turn around and your coworkers was laughing. Mm-hmm. I'd have fought somebody that day. <laughs> Because y'all could have told <laughs> yes. me. Yes. Y'all knew good and hell what I was finna walk up into. And I'd be damned if you sit there and giggle at me when you know what just happened. And then your ignorant ass husband talking about breathe through your mouth. Mm-mm. You can't breathe through your mouth. You need your taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> Mess around and breathe through your mouth if you want to. Won't be able to taste a damn thing. Mm. Now, you at lunch talking about, I can't taste nothing. That's because you was breathing through your mouth. <laughs> you, got to, you got to take baby breaths when you're around people with stinky breath. This is how it's got to sound. Listen to this. Wait, listen to this. All right. Hold that breath. Hold that breath. You can't breathe. You got to sip. We'll have part two of, of your response, Steve, coming and up. Make a face. Look at him like you're crying. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, Boo Boo Breath's assistant, will be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, Boo Boo Breath's assistant. This poor girl, this poor girl got this new job. Yeah. She need her job. She even said in the letter she like her job. She loves it. First day, all the people looking at her, ain't nobody saying nothing to her. They laughing. They figure it's silly because it's her first day. Then her damn boss came in. And she didn't know why everybody was laughing until he said, hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's an H word. Hello. (laughs) How you doing? H words. I don't know why people got bad breath. Use a lot of H words. Hello. How you doing? How's your day? Anything I can help you with? How long you been here? She's dying. Here's another one. Who recommended you to the job? Oh, not the who. (laughs) You standing there. You just put your eyelashes on. Who is strong, Steve? (laughs) You sitting up in there. You had just put them damn eyelashes on. Yeah. Now, here you don't know what that is on your face. You think a bug done got on you, but your eyelashes done fell on your damn cheek. (laughs) All because he, and then, you know, you're going to offer him a mint, and he said no. Hmm. He know a mint ain't going to work. He know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you give a person, when somebody's breath stink that bad, offering them mint, you know why they don't never take mints? Because they can't taste them. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Is listen that to it? me, y'all. I didn't know People that, People with Steve. real stink breath uh-huh. don't ever want a mint because they can't taste them. Well, then, do they know really? that their breath That's stink? Like I didn't know that. sugar cube. That's like... Taking a what? sugar cube, a sugar cube, yeah, and having put it on a tablespoon of sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Take a cube of sugar, 
yeah. put it on a tablespoon you of sugar honey iced tea and swallow it and <laughs> see if you like sugar anymore. You can't think uh, No. So, Steve, let me ask you this then. No, let me tell you just a couple. We're going <laughs> okay. to ask you. Well, I want to know, okay, if they can't taste it, then do they know they have bad breath like this? Uh-uh. <laughs> if they did, uh-uh. they'd have fixed it. You don't know. If they knew that, they'd kill themselves. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody got to say something. They don't know she's gotta, that. She's got to say something. There's other things you can do. Like what? Like instead of offering him a mint or some gum, mm-hmm. offer him some tidy bowl. Mm. <laughs> Toilet mm. cleaner? For his yeah, mouth. Yeah, get that sugar honey iced tea <laughs> out of there, Carl. trying to yeah. keep her job, Steve. <laughs> That she loves. Offer him some tidy bowl. Just hand it to him. Play the commercial with the little man in the toilet tank in the life. Play it. Go outside mm-hmm. and hook up a fire hose to a fire hydrant. And when he turn around and say, hello, blow his whole damn mouth off with that fire hose. Yeah. These are the type of drastic measures you have to take, take with people's breath that smell like hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You ever open up trash can in the summer when you was a little boy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Know what that smell like? So mm-hmm. that's it. You know, everybody. Now look, every now and then everybody breath be kicking. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just okay. tell the truth. It happens. But normally for those of us whose breath just kick every now and then, we kind of know it. You'll be talking and you'll go, oh, damn. What's that taste? Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll cup our hand. When your breath smells like exactly. <laughs> like what? Wait, no, what, no, no, Steve? Real, when, what did you say? I said when your breath smells like exactly. See? Exactly? What is that? Exactly. You, exactly like the crack of your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you got exactly. See, the reason the reason you don't never see people blowing into their hands when they got bad breath is because they did it one time and it knocked their ass out. And when they came to, they didn't know what the hell had happened no how. She needs she wants to know how to tell him. She's gotta tell him. You don't you can tell him with your body language and your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when they turn and they start talking, just start doing stuff like, mm. Just stand there and start just jumping in place. Just bounce. Just be jumping in place. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. You know, I know how it is to talk to somebody with real funky breath. You can't talk. No. Because you just want to get away from them. Yeah, yeah. Email him? No. No, I need to tell him. Yeah, I think she just needs to to tell him when they're in some of those closed door meetings. No, you need to just get a big piece of paper when he starts talking. Uh-huh. Just get a magic marker and write, shut the F up. <laughs> she doesn't want to lose her job. This ain't my right, job. Well, well, I don't want to lose my eyebrows either, but we both in here. All right. Thank you, Steve. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And then check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, uh, from the talk, our girl Cheryl Underwood will be in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Put your hands together. <laughs> Cheryl the Pearl Underwood. Often misunderstood. Ladies and gentlemen, right. Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, That's that Steve old Harvey. nightclub and, and so That's right. That's what I'm talking about. And speaking of nightclubs, I need you to come over to the Looney Bend Brothers and Sisters in Little Rock, Arkansas. That's right. I'll be there what? on Sunday, September the 1st. That's right. I got two shows at the Looney Bend in Little Rock, Arkansas. I don't. Uh, I want y'all to buy all the tickets. And then, guess what, brothers and sisters? What? Y'all, Cheryl? y'all ain't say what? Say what? I did. What? 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 Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Only voice I heard was my sweetheart, Junior. And I got to tell you something, Lady Junior. Remind oh me, uh, uh, Carlos. I got to talk to okay. Junior. Okay. okay. <laughs> on, on, on September 6th and 7th, I will be at Johnny T's Bistro and Blues in Jackson, Mississippi. I got two shows on September the 6th. That's a Friday. And two shows on uh, uh, September the 7th. Johnny T's Bistro and Blues in Jackson, Mississippi. Are uh, they in business with Bethesda Blues and Supper Club? Are they sister, sister spot? Probably the same. Probably same spot. Probably the same spot. So remember, on Sunday, September the first, I'll be at the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas, and then on Friday and Saturday, uh, I will be at Johnny T's Bistro and Blues in Jackson, Mississippi. Mike Washington will be performing with me right out of Washington D.C. Good brother, very, very funny. Man, and I my Sarah Arnfouche going to be with me because we're going to be out there doing community service with my Sarah's a Zeta Phi Beta and my brother's a Phi Beta Sigma. But now, let me just say this right now. So y'all get y'all tickets. Uh, first of all, uh, hey, Junior. What's up, Underwood? Okay. So you know I got all these different jobs, Junior. So you know all them things you be talking about, what you need and the life and everything. I can help you with that because... I'm going to be just like Steve Harvey. I got this show called The Rap Battle. It's going to be on Freeform. It's a gift wrapping game show battle show. Fun. Okay. You know that, right? Y'all. I love it. Rap mm-hmm. battle. I told y'all I was trying to be like Steve Harvey. I told y'all I was trying to be girl. like Steve Harvey. And then, wait a minute, Juniors. Okay, let me help you out. I'm going to go get some of these jobs, all these people quitting their jobs. You hear Leslie leaving uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Really? I mean, I know you got things going on, but let me tell you something. I ain't leaving the talk. Talk starts September 9th. I'll be right there with you. Me, Maria Osmond, everybody. Everybody. I'll be right there. I'm not leaving nothing. Got these jobs. I need Junior need things. Like, Junior, my love so strong for you. I, got a sugar I was standing in the line at Popeye's. I was standing in line. This is how strong my love is for you. I was standing in line at Popeye's. Get you one of them good chicken sandwiches. Now, listen, I'm going to give me five chicken sandwiches. They done ran out, I'll bring girl. you back one sandwich. Oh, I'm back in the kitchen cooking because Junior need a chicken sandwich for Popeye's. All right. Thank you, Cheryl. Coming up next, Carla's reality. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, come on, let's go. It's time. Let's go, let's go. She is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with what reality update? Thank you, nephew. Child, come on, Steve. I love your child. My favorite segment. Here I go. Let me sit up. Okay, sit up straight. All right, here we go, y'all. Let's start with Power, the most watched scripted series this summer. Yeah. According to 50 Cent. So they are doing their thing. Yeah, that's the jam right there. That's the song they should have played. Yeah, yeah, the original version, Big Rich Town with Joe. Hopefully 50 Cent got the message. 
and he will put the original version back. All right, Crystal, you can cut it. Here we go. Angela saved her man's life and <sighs> made the ultimate sacrifice because now she is dead. Oh, Angela is gone, and Tommy killed her, Steve, in a failed mm. attempt to kill ghosts. He was trying to kill ghosts. She pushed him out the way. She got shot in the chest. She died. Tommy mm-hmm. is mad at Ghost, his boy, because he feels that Ghost tricked him into killing his father. Ghost, very heartbroken, very upset that Tommy killed, he said, according to Ghost, the only woman he's ever loved. He said that to his wife. That hurt. <laughs> but anyway, Ghost, um, he tried to kill Tommy twice. He tried to kill him twice, so I guess it's safe to say they're not boys anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not no, friends not anymore. After twice. Yeah, I mean, he shoot at me. Yeah, yeah. First time accident, second time. (laughs) Yeah, this is a hit. (laughs) You're really trying to kill me. And uh, let's talk about Tariq, his disloyal behind to his daddy. Now he's picking sides between his uncle Tommy and his dad. Even though you know, Ghost Son, he Tariq, he really wasn't upset that Angela is dead and her, his mom Tasha she had to tell him not to really hate on Angela like that because even though she kind of like was a home record to Tyreek broke up their family she did look out for Tyreek and helped him in a lot of trouble that Tyreek was in so uh, that's that. Angela's sister, she really hates ghosts. She wants him to go down for being responsible mm. for her sister's death. Lala, Miss Keisha. Lala Anthony is playing Keisha on the show. She is trying to prove that she is ride or die for her man, Tommy. Kind of struggling with that a little bit. But anyway, uh, Keisha got rid of the gun that Tommy gave her, the gun that he shot and killed Angela with. Finally. Tommy told her, it took yeah, her forever. Tommy hey, come on. Yeah, come on, Tommy. Yeah. Was her booty out doing one of these scenes or something? What uh, I, I didn't get to see it, but was her butt out? No, she just had on some what, tight Tommy? jeans. You talking about Lala? I'm talking about, yeah, Lala. booty Lala. out? What? Well, I hope he talking about Lala. He talking about Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have what a problem, kind of man. question is that, Tommy? <laughs> I'm hey, just, I mean, that's what I've been hearing. I ain't seen the episode, but I've been hearing Lala's, by Lala's butt or something in, yeah. the, in the kitchen or something. You but know, it yeah. wasn't yeah. out. It wasn't out. She just had well, to was it well-rounded? Yes, it was. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions about Keisha's behind? No, no, keep it moving. Keep it was so moving. good, Tommy. I didn't even know what the hell they was talking about in the kitchen. <laughs> Lala looking uh. good. Anyway, I just didn't like how she got rid of that gun, Shirley. Took uh-uh. a long time to throw it in the river. And then, Steve, how you get rid of a weapon? And then you got your fingerprints on the weapon. Why she didn't have a gl- some gloves on? Because she do hair. Oh, because she a hairdresser. Keisha. <laughs> she oh. don't know what she doing. <laughs> so anyway, that's that. That's Power. That's the first episode. So you guys had a chance to watch it. Now, according to 50 Cent, check this out. Power is the most watched scripted series this summer. The season six premiere had a 40% rise in viewership on stars. Wow. And it was the number one most social series of the night. And 50 Cent said the Emmys can kiss his entire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. So that's it. That's Reality Update. I want to talk about Power. It was a big season premiere. And so we'll be watching and I'll keep you updated.
We'll be back at 20 after. Hit me up at Lips by Carla on social media and we can talk about it more. 20 after, we'll be back. You got a picture of her, boo? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump spent the weekend in France for the G Summit, G7 Summit, but he's hoping that the global economic leaders' next meeting will be a little closer to home. Specifically, the president wants to host the 2020 G Summit, G7 Summit, I keep saying G Summit, G7 Summit at Trump National Durrell Resort in Miami. Really? <laughs> That's uh, such a conflict. Yeah, it is. Tell you one thing, man. I sure be glad when he ain't president no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, touting, he says, it's tremendous acreage, it's many buildings, it's proximity to the airport. He's claiming that American officials haven't found anything that's even close to competing with his golf course. So there, he says, people are really liking it. He said, uh, following a weekend of meetings with world leaders, who, by the way, reportedly regard him as a tempestuous child. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Imagine that. In related news, the president was mad and blamed radical left Democrats for spreading a false and nasty rumor about bed bug infestation at his golf resort in Doral, Florida. After after he said he would like to hold next year's group of uh, seven summit at the property. So they Shirley, you know they call it Why the is okay everything direct. Democrats that say so? Yeah, why is that? You wonder. It could just mm-hmm. be somebody don't like you. Or it could just be bed bugs. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending topics and uh, some good music coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, well, today would have been King of Pop Michael Jackson's 61st birthday. And his, yeah, his 1982 album Thriller remains the best-selling album in history with 65, count them, 65 million copies sold. This album scored 13 Grammy Awards and having 13 songs reached uh, number one on the U.S. charts. Wow. Yeah. One of my favorite albums. I'm sorry. I love it. Yeah. King, greatest greatest entertainer to ever live. Wow. And and, uh, speaking of... That damn Michael Jackson, boy. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Speaking of Michael, his little sister Janet made some big money during this year's uh, Metamorphosis uh, residency. Billboard reports that um, began July 24th and August 17th. Her shows at the Park Theater grossed $8.9 million. Wow. Whoa. I got to call Janet. Boy, Janet oh, doing yeah, it like that, friend. huh? That's your yeah. Oh, no, no, damn, Janet, stop. <laughs> boy, <laughs> I know, Janet, boy, I hosted the birthday party in Vegas first weekend of the residency. Boy, I was, you know, you, the, you the only person that qualified to host everybody else, actresses and actors. <laughs> I hosted it, man. I'm just telling you, Shirley, man. I was, was you there. at the party? Uh, no, I was not there, Steve. No. Mm. Only Why one y'all don't believe me? Only one. I, no. I ain't saying nobody believe you. I just asked, was they there? I'm there. Uh, Lil' Kim there. Singer. Uh, but we believe mm. that it was star-studded and you were there. Yeah. We, this and, is the oh, friendship. Star-studded. Star-studded. He said he was there and Lil' Kim. <laughs> That's all he has said. <laughs> well, where you see star-studded at? Well, little Kim, Janet was little, there. the Queen uh, Bee, yeah. Little Kim a beast, yeah, boy. Johnny Gill Dougie was there. Fresh. I saw the pictures. I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. Rapper, rapper, singer. But everybody had pictures with Janet, but guess who? Nephew no, Tommy. Tommy had a 
picture with Janet. No, I, I got some pictures. It. Yes, I saw I did. it. Photoshop. <laughs> Carla drinking that. the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you saw how tall he was standing next to her. <laughs> Janet thought that was a little boy taking the one picture. That's how it was. A fan, huh? Yeah. No, for real. Tommy's so tall in that picture, but if you look at the picture, he looked like Tommy dangling in the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bad Photoshop. As I was saying, uh, <laughs> she grossed eight point nine million. Now, uh, adding that to her earlier run, Janet sold thirteen million dollars worth of tickets. And on a daily basis, if you break it down, Janet averaged about seven hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars and over four thousand uh, tickets a night. A better night. than the what? first. Yes, 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 Dang. yes. Yeah. Nicole better. Murphy was there. Okay. Why y'all get quiet? Cause the you family need to be friend. Quiet. The family friend. Cause we trying to help you. Okay. okay. Shut your damn mouth. All right. Coming up next, our last break of the day, and Steve Harvey's closing remarks. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Wow. This has been a fun day. I have to say, it's been a good day. Thank yeah. you, Lord, for that, yeah. for this day, this Thursday, right? Thank you for the strawberry letter. Okay. <laughs> was the fucking letter. Oh, about the, the boss's bad, bad, bad breath. He addressed it properly. Yes. All right, Steve, so it's time. Take us home with some closing remarks, please. All right, I think today it's a good day for this. I want to talk to everybody out there that's trying to accomplish something, trying to reach a goal or trying to make a dream come true. The majority of people, almost all the people that I deal with in business, in my day-to-day, in my family, and all of my coworkers, almost everybody that I'm friends with are on just really cool terms with, are trying to reach a goal, make a dream come true, or accomplish something. But in this task, you have to remember that along the way, you will always, always be tested. You must expect from the moment you set a goal or decide and make up in your mind that you're going to accomplish something, you must then understand that you are going to be tested. Now, these tests come two ways. Uh, They come in the form of challenges. They come in the forms of setbacks. They come in um, forms of disappointment, uh, betrayal, all kinds of tests. Financial, they they come in a array of ways. It happens to everybody. So when you strike out, Know that this is going to happen. Some of these things are presented to you by your creator. Some of them are presented to you by him to strengthen you along the way, to teach you some lessons that you need to know along the way. Some of these obstacles are thrown in your face by the enemy because the enemy has one objective, simply. He doesn't care if you get a new car. He doesn't care if you get a raise or a promotion or if you make a lot of money or you buy yourself a home. The devil don't really care about that. His whole mission is to rob you of your destiny. That's his sole mission in life. 
is to keep you from reaching your destiny. As a matter of fact, he don't care if a couple of cool things happen to you while you're doing something illegal. He's okay with that. He hates when God blesses you. He hates when you give God glory and credit. But man, if you get a little bit on the side because you're hustling or you're dealing or something, he cool with that. You know why? Because he's robbing you of your destiny. You have to understand that you are going to be set by problems, situations, circumstance. It happens to all of us. It is simply called life. No one is exempt from life. No one gets to skip through life scot-free, scot-free. Nobody gets to be problem-free. Nobody. And let me tell you something. When you look around and you see somebody and they seem like they're handling it so well, just know this. That person that you see seems to always get up when they fall down. They always seem to be handling it. They keep a smile on their face. I got news for you. That problem, that person going through it and got some situations. But I bet you he got some faith. I bet you that person right there that's always got a smile on their face. I bet you they got a relationship with God. I can almost promise you that. If you see a person that keeps getting knocked down, if you know somebody that people always writing them off, and you see them keep rising again, that person right there know God. That person right there got some faith. Because listen to me, I had a t-shirt I was selling one time for the foundation that says faith doesn't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. And when you have faith, it creates the possibility. Instead of always looking at stuff at, at the probability, you got to start looking at stuff with the possibility. And the reason I created that phrase, because I kind of, I don't really know the exact term for all of this, but probability kind of mean like it probably, something probably might happen. You know, the probability always presents a problem. Uh, it probably might not work. It probably will go bad if you do this. Somebody probably might not like it. You, 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 you probably might not reach that goal. I call them probabilities. They come in the form of statistics. Somebody always got a statistic for you. You know, nine out of ten people don't make it in that field. You know, you know they say that uh, one in every 25 people end up uh, getting hurt doing that. But there are some people who have faith. And they have the same problems, trials, challenges, and tests that you face. They looking at them just like you looking at them, but they handling it a different way. They have a companion and they have a guide and that is their relationship with God. And when you have God, you have help. You have a source that you can turn over the worry and the problems to so you can keep on up the road. Develop your faith, trust in God, and your goals, your accomplishments, and dreams will be a lot simpler for you to handle. It's still going to be problems, but you're going to be able to handle it. Those are my closing remarks today. I've already dropped the mic. Y'all have a good weekend. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 